Welcome back, everyone, to the CCO Follow Podcast. Uh, as you can see by the lights, this is a little bit of a special podcast because we're introducing the topic of Advent. Yay. And we're, uh, as a church, we're actually going through Advent all month this month. And it's actually the first time I've ever gone through Advent. Really? I've, I've had an Advent calendar as a kid, but I've never once actually studied, you know, what it means, you know. You and these... 95% of our church. Exactly. And so, yeah. so that's why we're doing this. And, uh, I, Travis and I have, since I started here, I've always wanted to go through Advent. And so this is the time I get to actually go through it and learn it and yeah. talk about it. And um, Travis, why don't you explain what is Advent? Yeah, so I mean, Advent is literally just the looking forward to the coming of Christ. Uh, we usually think about it in terms of looking forward to Christmas and how he was uh, born of a virgin, Bethlehem, that whole scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also refers to his second coming, the fact that we uh, kind of have that dual um, Christ coming nature where we have the, the first as the sacrificial savior and the second as the, the coming right. uh, ruling reigning king. And so in Advent season, essentially, we are taking time to prepare our hearts to celebrate Christmas for its original intent and what we're truly celebrating of the, the birth of Christ while also uh, keeping our eyes on the future since we're kind of this in-between stage where Jesus is risen, yet he's not um, ruling and reigning as king currently yeah. and uh, looking forward to that day as well. That's exciting. So um, there's a few, uh, each week we go through a specific uh, theme of that week. It's it's a word. And does anybody know what those th- those words are as we go through Advent? It was a fun test. We're starting with hope. I know that yes. one. Yes. yes. Today, I know yes. about hope. That's Today it. is hope. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it's, we're going through hope, faith, peace, and joy. Those are the four... Um, main themes and mm-hmm. and we're gonna as a church we're going through it uh maybe a little bit different than the traditional sense yeah. um but this week we're talking about hope and so just to kind of just kick a, kick us along here um have you guys ever gone through advent have has this been something that you've ever done no not even i'm not even a little yeah i'm like the 95 percent of the church yeah. i didn't even know that advent was a thing until like talking about the podcast and like preparing for it i was like oh i thought it was just a calendar and yeah. like we yeah. would take the chocolates and we'd like count them out and be like okay how many chocolates do you get for like each kid and stuff like that it was and like I, math for whatever homeschool kid was yeah, in like first grade it actually time. was and you <laughs> everyone freak out who's like who's gonna get christmas eve and i was really mad because my brother always got christmas eve because that was his birthday and <laughs> oh facts yeah it was annoying that anyway so yeah nothing <laughs> yeah okay did you guys celebrate advent growing up we did an advent calendar and so it was one that had little doors that would open yes but no no, oh. no it's not what you think it's oh, not no. like the chocolate one it was actually a wooden one Lame. with doors that Whoa. open Whoa. and my mom would fill it with either little toys or little candies so it was like homemade homemade oh, actually wow. it was from eddie bauer oh so okay. Not I mean, homemade. It kind of looks homemade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but nicer. Yeah. You had like one that you'd actually store and keep and next year you'd refill. So and, you actually got good candy then. And I've used it with my own children. <gasps> oh, so, so you got it passed down. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, let's be honest. Quick quick moment. Which kid's gonna get it? That's Ooh. a good question. Probably which everyone has children first. Ooh, okay, the race is on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but then with our kids, we also did those books, um, Jotham's Journey, and there's several uh-huh. different ones Okay. where we would read a story each night leading up to Christmas. Yeah. And I'll just tell you, those are really good books. Mm-hmm. They're really suspenseful stories. You don't yeah. really want to stop reading. Yeah. And everyone got so excited about them, and we would light the candle with mm-hmm. them each night. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we would have our own little advent wreath, and we'd light the candles, and it always... 
shared some story, but it also, mm-hmm. also, it also shared some scripture that mm-hmm. applied. And so it was really neat. We've done the, the Jotham's journey. I don't remember them adding the ca- candle into those books. Was that just something you guys added yourself? It's in there, Travis. Oh, it is. You oh, just need to read it. Well, introduction. Okay. Read like the introduction and how to use the book. Oh, okay. Well, cool. we don't read table contents. <laughs> yeah. <like>, so. I, <laughs> I have not. I, I, I'm just the chocolate calendar. And, yep. and if, yeah. you know, so that's been my, uh, really my only advent. Yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. and we've gone through, you know, different weeks leading up to it. You know, we'll pray in different ways, I guess, but I've never, none of what we're going to go through. Yeah. Um, this month. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, Megan, we kind of prepared you a little bit here, but w- describe why are we talking about hope and what does this mean in the, in the context of Advent today? Well, it's the first part, chronologically, giving the fact that um, the prophets came and were preaching about hope. They were in a really terrible time. They were going through terrible stuff. And it was awful. It was really awful, but they were still able to have hope because of the promise of the Savior. So... Mm-hmm. Advent, it, it's to me, it's at the very beginning of the gospel story is mm-hmm. because it's hope. It's the hope that's going to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. How does how does hope affect us in just our everyday lives? What What is the meat behind hope for us? You mean inside of Christmas time or just any time? Just in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think there's generally different ways that we use the word hope. Like in our culture, mm-hmm. we'll say... Yeah. I hope there's good traffic today. And in other words, our word... You mean no traffic. Yeah, but the way that we tend to use the word, like, if we get lucky, Uh this will be the case. Yeah, roll the dice, find out. Or, I'm hoping for this gift for Christmas. Yeah. Uh And I'm hoping that this might happen. So you're hoping for the the thing in the future. Yeah. But those aren't necessarily biblical uses of the word hope. Yeah. Yeah. With hope in the Bible, we have something certain that we are looking forward to. And it's based not on circumstances, but it's based yeah. on the goodness of God mm-hmm. yeah. and the character yeah. of God and who he is and who his promises are. So it's totally different than the mm-hmm. words that we typically use yeah. in our culture. It's much mm-hmm. like how a lot of times when we talk about faith, people often say, like, think of blind faith, where it's like, yeah. well, it's just faith and faith. You just hope and hope where, you know, our faith is uh, very different biblically. But I mean, even just like the hope one, it says hope does not disappoint. Yeah. All the mm-hmm. examples you gave, like hope and traffic, yeah. that disappoints a lot. Like, yeah. hope and, you know, our hope, like you said, is in the person of God and and not in these circumstances that may or may not come true. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's almost it's the true hope. And yeah. I think and when I think about Christmas time and I'm thinking about you know December and leading up to it, I I, I often feel like there's this false sense of hope. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and just the hope of oh well, this holiday season you know it's always you know more peaceful and joyful and people are nice and and I think. You know, in a worldly sense, people kind of hope mm-hmm. in, in that, that that happens. Yeah. Oh, I hope that, you know, this year just goes well and, and I can mm-hmm. relax. Yeah. And But the reality is that's not a true hope. And mm-hmm. it's we're seeking after something that's just not the true hope. But for, you know, for us, we, we believe that mm-hmm. Christ came and that he's going to come again. And that is a hope that you're saying, you know, in Romans does not disappoint, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think mm-hmm. when I looked, This this was the first time you know as we're going through Advent that I realized that it wasn't just talking about you know the Christmas story of how Jesus was born, but it's also getting ready for His second coming. Mm -hmm. And there's so much hope in that, Mm -hmm. and that we have. I just think it's uh, one of those things where we can come together, and if we're you know intentional Mm -hmm. about looking at hope and and really understanding where that comes from. 
Oh man, that's that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. So you know all the examples uh, that I think about when I think about people in the world hoping during the season. You know they're making New Year's resolutions and hoping the next year will go better. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they even have traditions where like I know someone and they do this jokingly, but there's people who do it seriously. Where it's like, oh, you eat. Um, you know, I think it's a. a, a pickled olive or something like that yeah um, and it means good prospering for the next yeah. year we put a whole lot of things yeah <clears throat> where, I, I do that yeah <laughs> as where, a joke <laughs> as a joke um where you know the the hope like you said it's actually we have a solid hope based on what christ has already yeah. done yeah and then mm-hmm. a future yeah. hope based on what he promised he's going to do yep and that's just naturally very different because we have you know I, I love this quote where it says i forgot who said it but they said that um I am not an optimist or a pessimist. Christ is risen from the dead. Mm-hmm. And it's just an entirely different vantage point. We're not, you know, being hopeful or pessimistic. We're just kind of like that we have hope. Yeah. yeah. We have like actual solid hope and it's very yeah. different. Yeah. Uh, Megan, how do you, um, this holiday season, how are you, um, finding hope? You know, what's really interesting is I, this was like, yesterday that I realized that I'm like, wow, I am not a very hopeful person. Like at all. Mm. I tend to be more pessimistic and I tend to be like, oh, we know that like we're going to be persecuted and stuff like that. So I just don't even hope for like good stuff. Like I really, I'm just like, yeah, we'll be fine. And either you're right and you're right or you're not. And you're surprised. Yeah. You know, that's exactly like I'm yeah. Anyway. So it was like in that, that I was like, that's not biblical mm-hmm. in any way shape or form. also i feel like a little bit of like an injustice to myself because my middle name is hope so yeah, yeah it should Going i, should, against, I yeah. should be good at this anyway but i think honestly it is identifying what is the culture's view of hope and what's the biblical view of yeah. hope because mm-hmm. the culture's view of hope is basically like people are basically hoping to just have a good time yeah like that's basically they're like oh i hope like with the traffic today, it's like they're mm-hmm. just hoping to have a more pleasant time. Yeah, yeah. But that like, bad things won't happen, and like, yeah. good things will be at least sprinkled in somewhat. Yes, but like the prophets, that's not what they're hoping for. They're hoping in Christ. Better hope not. They had terrible times. <laughs> yes, and like they were sitting there, and in that hope, they had joy, but they weren't having that because like they're like they were hoping that something better was going to come along mm-hmm. in the sense of their circumstances. Mm-hmm. They had hope for Christ, yeah, yeah. and they knew that was going to be like the eternal, yeah great thing yeah. anyway yeah but yeah. yeah so in the sense of like christmas season yeah it's focusing on what's biblical hope mm-hmm. you know and also focusing like okay how has the world changed now that christ has come because yeah. it's changed a lot oh yeah you know mm-hmm. and like it is letting for me it was actually taking a moment to be like okay i actually need to let myself help instead of kind of squinching it you know putting mm-hmm. it down and being like no that's not likely because the prophets hoped beyond hope despite the lack of evidence yeah you know but they still had it because at the end of the day christ was gonna come mm-hmm. yeah yeah what about you tanya what what is you know how do you find hope in this holiday season well one thing i actually really enjoy about the holiday season is that we're getting to the end of our reading plan and so <laughs> every year <laughs> it's like, yes, like I'm done. I want, no 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 it's like i want to make sure i'm done yeah. by the end of december 31st and so i'm focusing on reading god's word yeah and ah. so um i do feel like there is an extra focus for me in the month of december yeah. of okay i'm going to i'm going to be intentional about this i'm going to be get the, getting this done mm-hmm. and then that just helps with my mindset of that being yeah. hopeful and yeah. looking at things from god's perspective mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. just enjoying who God is and God's yeah. word. Yeah. Well, that's so, that's right on because 
reading his word, you know, focusing and being intentional about, you know, reading the scriptures is how we get to know him. Mm-hmm. And, and that in, in and of itself, that builds hope in our hearts. Yeah. And I just think like, I love what you were saying because it's, it's not a materialistic hope. It's not a yeah. selfish hope mm-hmm. because that's really what the world's view on hope is. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's kind of a selfish hope. Mm-hmm. And, but this, this kind of hope is, it's, it's more, it's bigger than ourselves. It's bigger than, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I just want to have no traffic. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. no, God who designed and created us, you know, is coming. He saved us and now he's coming mm-hmm. again and, you know, to, to reign and to rule and, mm-hmm. and in his perfect design. I just think um, so often in my life, I get weighed down by the mm-hmm. the selfishness of myself. And I just think, you know, oh man, you know, maybe it's, something in my house is not right or mm-hmm. you know something at my workplace isn't right or something's just not right and I'm, I'm just constantly trying to you know strive to make things right and mm-hmm. it's like god is just reminding me especially this holiday season of just that doesn't really matter what yeah. matters yeah. is, is yeah. i'm here i'm with you i'm coming back and i i love you and i want you to serve me and, and mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. it's it's looking to the word and it's, I think prayer is, is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we talk about, um, in previous months of going mm-hmm. through this podcast stuff, you know, we've talked about, you know, how, what's the beginning of, of studying the Bible, all these everything's prayer mm-hmm. and prayer comes mm-hmm. first, you know, mm-hmm. and, and when the church was created, it was, they prayed. And so I just think definitely that's, that's how I f- am finding hope and building hope is just praying and meditating on the Lord this this yeah. month. Yeah. A little note on that too is that you know biblical hope really brings the perspective of eternity in. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. so well, you know, and you're like I actually just have hope because I'm looking at biblical hope because I'm more focused on eternity, you yeah. know? And it's just it's so beautiful the way that the Lord just like provides that for us. Which is a very like um I don't want to say wholesome. That sounds like just good, but like a very permanent type of hope. Yeah. Because, it, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you have, I mean, you have Shalom, the like peace and that yeah. kind of just like looking forward to that, um, one day perfect experience, but also like, um, like how Jesus says, you know, put up your treasures where moth and dust, um, mm-hmm. rust don't destroy where the thief doesn't come and break in and steal. Like any hope that you have on this earth, even if it's like this complete wonderful thing, it can be taken from you any time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, myriad of reasons. And, um, so ultimately our hope is again, it's something in the past and the past can't be changed. And it's something in the future that's eternal and perfect and, um, can't be taken and won't Mm -hmm. be taken. Mm -hmm. And so it's a much more firming hope instead of a, you know, you get it great, but what if it breaks? What if it's stolen? Mm -hmm. What if you get sick? What if like all these different things happen that can now make that hope, not even last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's a much more permanent thing to have hope on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think sometimes we almost get tired of living in hope. Yeah. yeah. We feel like, you know, looking forward to Jesus is coming yeah. and the end times and all that stuff is like, oh, is it ever going to happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, we, we get tired of hoping and it, I really love the encouragement from reading through the nativity story of reading about the prophetess Anna mm-hmm. because, there had been a long period of time without prophecy in Israel at the mm-hmm. time that Jesus came. And Luke two thirty eight said, she came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. I just love it that 
she had been waiting expectantly, even at a time when hope had essentially been lost. So many had lost their focus. They'd stopped focusing on Mm -hmm. the expectation of Jesus. Yeah. But she was still there focusing on that. Well, that's an important thing to note because in that time, there was so much expectation. That's why around that time, there were a lot of false Christs and people Mm -hmm. claiming to be the Messiah because they all knew the timeline from Daniel. And it was Mm -hmm. like, you know, Daniel and then Nehemiah. And it's like, either it's happening or it's not. And if it's going to happen, it's going to happen now. And um, I I forget the exact day. I want to say it was the day Jesus went went to Jerusalem, but it it, it could have been earlier. Um, There were so many uh, of the religious leaders who were expectant, but because it wasn't fulfilled in the way they thought and, um, and everything that they like tore their clothes and mourned their hope turned immediately sorrow because it was, it was, you know, hope. Um, what is it? Hope deferred makes the heart sick. And, um, you know, they were just like mourning over this loss of hope because they didn't see what God was actually doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something we can often miss too, is that like they were expectantly waiting and that's a good thing, but you can be expectant and then be disappointed because you had wrong expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's important with the hope that we have, that we have it rightly the way God sees it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And not only, you know, I, I, I would feel like if it's a disservice to not kind of bring this up, but I think there's a, especially around, you know, this season of Christmas as we're talking about, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus and how, you know, our, our hope is in him, you know, I think it's a great, uh, witness and it's a great, I guess, tool we can, we can have as Christians because so many, not only are people, you know, hopeful in, in the holiday season, just in the worldly view, but there's people who genuinely are just at, just despaired. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. around the holidays, mm-hmm. you know, loss of life loved ones and there's people who genuinely are desperate for a hope in something and yeah. so for us to be able to go around and share this is why we have hope this is why mm-hmm. i have hope even despite all this crazy stuff happening around this world this is why i have hope mm-hmm. i just think it's a a really cool um just witness to to the world but i'm curious for you guys um, have you ever experienced that with somebody in your life? Maybe it's somebody you met, maybe it's a friend, just how they're just despaired and seeking for a hope. Maybe it's around the holiday season. So I've known, um, I've known a lot of people who, um, Christmas and stuff like that is just a really hard time of year yeah. mm-hmm. because of brokenness and family structures or things like that. Um, but also anyone who's lost a loved one, um, mm-hmm. yeah. this be, whether it's, you know, yeah. two days or, you know, two months or two years the the holidays always make that harder. Yeah. yeah. And so it, I think it is really nice and, um, cool how, you know, this years of Advent tradition, it starts with hope, which kind of like grounds you back into the moment and into like, mm-hmm. um, both the, the moment now of like, we're focusing on Jesus, but also in the, 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 again, the past and the future hope that we have in Christ so that, you can even take the next steps towards, you know, the faith and the peace and the joy. Uh, Because without that kind of initial grounding, I feel like so many people who are suffering, whether um, because of recent loss or because of just long time ago loss, um, it'd be so hard to focus on those other aspects of Advent without first grounding Mm -hmm. yourself in this like long-term big picture hope that we have. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Mm -hmm. So um, what are things that you guys have done? in the past or maybe you're doing right now in this holiday season to, you know, you, you mentioned just reading your word, but what are some different things that we do to build up our, our hope and and focus on hope this year? I think one of the biggest things is reading just the whole gospel during any of them 
during the mm-hmm. month of December because it's just like start to finish. You're like, man, this is great, you know? And it, it really does get you back to what matters because I mean, during the Christmas season, you face a lot of things that are really hopeless. Um, I mean, particularly for me, it's, it's extended family. You know, there's yeah. a lot of people in my family that aren't saved and that's really difficult. But when I get to the word and I read the gospel, I'm like, this is why mm-hmm. Christ came, you know? And it just it just brings a lot more joy in interacting with yeah. people who are in despair or people who aren't saved who aren't understanding the Christmas season, being that it, it's for Christ. You mm-hmm. know, it it really brings it back to what your role is as a Christian during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I also love that it's the time of year when we can listen to Christmas music. Yeah, because I, yes. Christmas music is so full of truth and the yeah. gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's the one time of year that you hear the gospel preached in all the grocery stores. Yeah. Yes, the, I love everywhere. it. I love it. Yeah. And so yeah. I think that is one thing that can bring us hope is that as we're going through just our day to day life mm-hmm. around the Christmas season is just listening yeah. mm-hmm. to those really good old Christmas hymns yeah. and they just have such profound truth yeah. and they point us to Jesus and they mm-hmm. point us to yeah. our eternal hope and that joy to the world. It's just, there's yeah. so many, they're just so good. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. that Christmas music just being totally gospel centered. Um, when I was a, a daycare teacher and also when I, anytime I've worked anywhere, I always was like Christmas music on because I wasn't allowed to talk to the kids about like, yeah. religion and stuff like that yeah. but i was like i'm gonna wiggle it in there anyway. Miss megan it's april why are we listening to christmas music <laughs> that did happen actually that really did happen it's the only jesus music i can legally play so here you I'm go because like, i need it and you need it more <laughs> <laughs> that's funny mm-hmm. i tend to take a um like my, my default not if this is like a more pessimistic nature or what but um I tend to find sometimes the most hope when I see the stark contrast. So like, I love Black Friday shopping, for instance, and um, like, Me it's too. just fun. I did it back before it was cool, and like, you know, it was it was a really cool experience. But over the years, it started getting more and more just like icky. Now it's like Black Wednesday to exactly. Saturday, well, yeah. not just yeah. timing, but it just became it became less like everyone's just excited, and like people would actually like, you know, everyone wanted their deal, but they also were still gracious at the time because yeah. it still was not mm-hmm. that big of a thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's just so big of a thing where like. Um, um, you know, I, I loved people watching and then got to a point where it's like everyone was just sad and depressed and yes. angry. And so I stopped going. But I find opportunities like that in this Christmas season where I find people who are either putting hope in things that are obviously not working out for them mm-hmm. or other stuff like that. Or maybe even just finding myself like, oh, I was really, you know, putting way too much in like something or something else. And um, that stark contrast um, helps bring me back to like, oh, yeah. oh, this is where hope should be. Yeah. And that clearly doesn't work. This clearly doesn't work. Like this is the the hope. And so for me, especially, yeah. you know, since so there's so much uh, family gatherings during Christmas and we know so many non-Christians stuff like that, it's, um, it's very easy to, um, not, you don't even have to look for it. It's yeah. just anytime I see the stark yeah. opposite, it's just like, yeah, that's not where my hope should come from. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it points me towards you know good hope yeah it it reminds me a lot of when i was a kid um there was this i remember this specific one christmas i think i was maybe 13 uh but i was like really hoping for a gift that i wanted these headphones it was it was back when (laughs) of course it was yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was it was back when um like the Beats by Dre, like I'd first come out and they were like the best headphones. And I wanted them Moth so and Rust bad. Destroy. Yeah. And things become outdated. Exactly. And I wanted them <laughs> so bad. And you know how like sometimes 
there's different like models of things. Mm-hmm. Like parents don't know that. They don't know yeah. that. Sometimes parents don't know that. Sometimes they do. But you know, I wanted a specific model. Like I forget exactly which ones, but there was like different tiers, and that was like the highest tier. Of course, it was. And. <laughs> I remember for Christmas, like my parents knew that I really wanted it, so they were like really excited because they they got the headphones for me for Christmas, but mm-hmm. they were the wrong model, like the base model. Yeah, it was Oof. like the lowest. I mean, let's and, be honest, that makes sense. And yeah, so, yeah. And so I was, I just remember that specific Christmas. It was Being like so disappointed. No, yeah, I was so disappointed. Like all of my hope for this gift, <laughs> yeah. you know, this worldly hope, just gone. And like, what am I? What am I supposed to do? Like. I have to say thank you. Like I'm, I'm trying to be, you know, gracious and thankful for it, you know, cause they had no idea. And, and I just remember like, it's one of those like Christmases that are ingrained inside of me that like, this is why I don't like, I, there's no point in this hoping. This is why you don't hope in things. <laughs> no, no. But, Existential crisis from headphones. But it was totally the wrong like experience because that's not what like, gift giving is all about even you know it's mm-hmm. it's about yeah. being grateful like somebody thought of you and all these different things and so that was like my turning point where i realized you know what like i need to let the world go and i need to cling yeah. on to what's true and what is never failing mm-hmm. and so it's like that i just remember that so specifically like that's Clearly. where my hope kind of was like i was putting my hope in the wrong thing and it let me down yeah so it's it is i just think yeah it's it's huge like being like having something and like holding on to something that's true is yeah that's the best value yeah so i don't know that was kind of off topic but um i'm also curious because you mentioned you know you go you know you went black friday shopping Mm -hmm. what about like what's the action steps behind hope like what's the next like we have hope but like what what do we do with it? What do we do with our hope? Well, first we have to know, understand what the basis of our hope is. Mm-hmm. And so we, I think that mm-hmm. is where it comes into understanding who God is, mm. what he's done for us, and understanding just scripture. Because mm-hmm. that gives us something to put our hope in. Because until we yeah. really understand that, there's no nothing we can do with our hope. Because yeah. our hope gets put in Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just something tangible that you can hand to someone it's it's a hope and it's something that is a heart matter and it's a mindset matter yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so it's choosing to think choosing to know like i know this is who god is this is his character yeah and i'm choosing to believe this and i'm choosing to act on this Yeah. yeah yeah it's meditating on what's true and it's also taking those steps to look at the scripture Mm-hmm. You know, not to just walk through your day being like, I'm going to be more hopeful in Jesus, you know, like mm-hmm. meditate on that, meditate on what that means, meditate on the scriptures and also correct your thinking, you know, take each captive thought, be like, this isn't really biblical right now. Let's get that out of there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and kind of like you mentioned, like it's, it's our foundation mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that it, all of Advent really is just like the Christian life, like all throughout the yeah. Christian life yeah. it's hope and uh, faith and peace and joy. Like that's, you know, it's very holistic, but um, you know, we're saved and we, we place our hope in him. But then the part of sanctification as we continue to grow in him is, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize my hope regarding my work was not in Jesus. My hope yeah. regarding mm-hmm. my rest was not in Jesus. My hope regarding my family was not in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so really it's kind of that, that sanctification process of just yeah. outpouring into every part of our life. Like we have, you know, you have hope in Jesus. That's good. You're saved. 
but that means the rest of your life you're being sanctified. Mm-hmm. And so as um, God decides to, um, you know, as you continue to pray, like in the Psalms where it's like, search me, oh God, know my heart, um, lead me in your ways everlasting, like show me if there's wicked ways in me, that when he does, you respond by saying, okay, let me have you replace that part of the foundation. It's as if like mm-hmm. the main part of your house is like, okay, you're on the foundation, yeah. but now we have to make sure that the bathroom's under the foundation and the living room yep. is like all the pieces are actually being, you know, completely re uh, reset with this new foundation. Yep. Yeah. And so it's just kind of this ongoing process that, you know, we may be emphasizing this time of year, but it really happens throughout your entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. And I think about, you know, hope. I love that hope comes before like at least in Advent, hope yeah. comes before faith. Mm-hmm. And so next week we're actually talking about faith because I think I think that that's the the action step behind hope is like yeah. is mm-hmm. is okay. We have a hope, and this gives you know this can produce a faith, mm-hmm. which is you know f- just following through and actually acting out the hope. And so um, I think we wanted to read something yeah. uh, just. Every week during this month of Advent, we're going to be kind of tying the, the end of it with, with Scripture. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, for hope, what, uh, what's the Scripture that we're reading today? Yeah, so if you're, if you're doing Advent on your own, again, on the website, there's a bunch of resources. Uh, stuff for families to do, stuff for individuals to do, um, stuff for kind of all ages of the gamut. Uh, but one of the many things that you'll find if you search the Advent themes is you'll find, like, usually a main verse, um, and they usually have three different main verses depending on which year you are um, kind of celebrating so they can rotate things. But there's usually a bunch of verses you can read throughout the week. And so for each of these uh, podcast episodes, uh, I just chose one from the week that I thought was really just fitting and I personally really liked. It was a little bit shorter because usually the Advent verses are very long. (laughs) And so um, this one comes from Isaiah. It's Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. And it says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. That's awesome. Thank you guys for Mm -hmm. coming on. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. And uh, we're excited to kick off this this month of Advent. Uh, Please join us, uh, you know, and uh, join with us as we're doing this and share this with family and friends, you know. We hope that, you know, maybe Advent doesn't become your specific tradition, but the idea of being intentional and focusing um, on Christ this season and just throughout, you know, the rest of this year. So thank you. And uh, as always, God bless.